is Alicia Christian, and welcome to the Eating Me Podcast. Hey, y'all, it's Leash. Um, thank you for tuning in to this mini episode of the Eating Me Podcast. But I wanted to just hop in and talk about a book or share something that I just um, heard in a book that I'm listening to on listening listening to I can't talk listening to um, via Audible and the book is called The Body Keeps the Score and it's written by Bessel Vanderkolt or Bessel A Vanderkolt in case you want to um, look into reading this book or even listening to it on Audible. Um, so the body keeps the score is a book that actually talks about trauma, um, overall and how our bodies, um, remember the trauma. And I think, uh, if you listened to episode nine with one of my really good friends, Megan Roberts, who is a, um, psychiatric nurse practitioner, um, we kind of talk, talk about that in that episode, but as I'm listening to the book, I'm in my car as usual, you know, because I'm all, I'm always in my car, I'm in the car listening to the book, um, in chapter four, which is, uh, the title of this chapter is running for your life. Um, Vanderkolt said something that was amazing in the book, and it was he basically said, and I'm paraphrasing, obviously, <clears throat> that therapy does not work un- and until you basically stop living in the past and reliving that trauma. And like I said, I paraphrase that. And that was so profound to me because the trauma that I've experienced in my life, I have allowed it to control me and it's it, um, the reliving of the trauma, whether I realize it or not through certain actions or situations that happen with me, i.e. my eating issues, my emotional eating, the binge eating, um, and all the things, um, are something that I have been afraid of addressing um, in a way that would create change, if that makes sense. So how does this all come together? When I think about going to therapy and actually addressing my eating concerns, so the binge eating, the emotional eating, um, you know, me overeating, all those things... When I think about actually taking hold and actually having someone put it in my face as a part of my therapeutic process, I freeze. And um, sometimes I do fight against it. I do have, I have all the things in terms of, if we're thinking about fight or flight and freeze, I experience all three um, depending on the situation at hand. Um but a lot of times I freeze because I 
don't know what to do. I don't know how to move forward. I don't know how to fight against it sometimes because it has been a part of my everyday um, routine. Let's just keep it real. Um, I struggle with eating late at night. Um, I, I like to snack. I like to have my snacks. I mean, I like my sugar. I'm pretty sure a few of you have heard about that. And I actually recorded something um, about that uh, as well. I haven't, I haven't shared that with you all yet. But my ability to take charge of or start managing the trauma that has had that has taken place in my life um by way of therapy um or some sort of intervention as i'm listening to this book it is becoming apparent that i am afraid to lay this burden down right i'm afraid to really address it. I mean, a lot of times I'll joke and be like, girl, I just can't stop eating. I just, I'm a mess, you know, you know, and I laugh it off. Right. But at the end of the day, I know at the core of it, there is a freezing moment for me or there's a, or I do flee or I do, you know, become, you know, confrontational with someone who wants to, um, address the fact that I've, I've, probably eating too much or I need to slow down eating or whatever that looks like. Um, and so I go back to basically what um, Vanderkolt said that therapy is not going to work if I stay in that trauma. And then obviously if I stay in those behaviors that I have acquired because I'm trying to navigate and and deal with the trauma that I experienced in my life. Um, I've allowed, gosh, I'm like feeling a little emotional about this, but I've allowed some of the trauma in my life to be uh, a part of my uh, identity. I don't know if that resonates with anyone But sometimes in conversations, and I'm being completely honest and candid because I'm just that type of person. I've always been pretty open with who I am as a person and just my story overall. But I would talk about my trauma with certain people, obviously people that I trusted, um, in a way to one-up the situation or to... Um, be ahead of the conversation in ways of, you know, someone's not going to trip me up about this. Kind of similar to my issues when I have, you know, with my weight. I've always been an overweight person. And so I would always jump the gun before someone would make fun of me or, you know, say, oh, you're fat. And I would, I would crack the joke first or somehow allow them to realize, like, no matter what you say, I've got one better than you. You you can't one-up my fatness better than I can, right? Um, so I allowed a lot of my trauma um, and those things that happened to me in the past be um, become my identity. And I've done this for so long that I'm afraid that if I let go... 
I don't know who I'm going to be after this. Um, which is really, as I'm saying it out loud, it's like, what are you afraid of, Alicia? Like, why do you want this to be, or why do you want this to shape who you are as a person in the way of you staying stuck in this particular circumstance or situation, right? Um, I'm in the process, if you did listen to episode nine, I'm in the process of looking for um, a therapist. Uh, I'm in the process of really trying to understand this thing with eating for me um, when it comes to how I abuse food um, and how I've allowed it to um, control me. Uh, 44 years on this planet, and I can't recall a time where I felt comfortable with my eating. I always had uh, something that I was trying to control or take over or I was trying to suppress um, or I was eliminating this, that, and the other from my diet, you know, and trying to, you know, or not trying, but lying to myself saying that, oh, because I'm suppressing all these things, I'm the better person in this scenario. When in reality, you know, one wrong move something in my body traumatic that would happen. And obviously back then I didn't realize this one wrong move, one wrong situation, it would trigger something. And then I'm back to my same old tricks. Right. And going back to it secretly, completely honest, secretly it was like a sense of relief. It's like, Oh, I'm home. I'm back in my chaos. I'm back in my crazy and, you know, obviously I was still, I have like some feelings of, you know, feeling bad about it, but I was still comfortable. And this is my season of being uncomfortable. And I'm welcoming this season. Um, I've, I've had some resistance. I'm not going to lie. Some, it's been, it's been difficult. It's, um, it's been revealing in so many ways that I've had, you know, moments of just pure frustration with myself and feeling let down by myself because I can't quote unquote control, you know, me going to get cookies or me overeating or me just wolfing down food so fast and not really taking the time to enjoy it. Right. Um, so it's a process and 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 I'm just happy to have you all on this journey with me. Uh, I've made it home, praise the Lord. But um I am going to continue listening to this book and you know, as I find out more things, I definitely will share it with you um because I think it's so important to um really look at yourself and really start thinking of you as you and whatever that is and start learning who you are. I mean, for the longest, I felt like I wasn't in my body. Like I always felt like I was this outsider 
that was controlling this body with some type of device, but I wasn't in this body. Like, this wasn't me um, because I didn't want it to be me uh, for several reasons. Um, But all that to say, at this point, I am learning to love myself. I am learning to embrace the body that I'm in, whether it's really, really skinny, whether it's, you know, a larger body, it's my body and I have to love it. And I'm, you know, praying every day that this body is celebrated and that it's um, taken care of by me. Um, I don't know that I've really thought about that really thought about just taking care of my my body not what someone's telling me to do not the Atkins not the this you know I for people who follow me on Instagram you know, I, I, I ride a peloton um, and I, I post that for my for my own accountability it's not really for the idea of oh, look at me I'm on peloton no it's really for me to say you know what I did it today I did it and um, I want to be better with this body. Um, and unfortunately I, I didn't grow up in a home where physical activity was promoted for me. I can't say for anyone else in my home, but it wasn't really a big promotion. My mom was like, if you want to do it great, if you don't, like, I'm not here to be judge or jury. I'm not saying that was right or wrong, but I'm just saying that was never a part of, um, our family, you know practice in terms of exercise or whatever you want to call it not much exercise was really happening let's be serious if you knew the christians yeah we ate a lot we laughed a lot we enjoyed each other i will say that um we love each other we still love each other um i I have an amazing family um and if you know us you know how blessed i am as a person to have my family, my siblings, my nieces, my nephews, um, cousins, uh, aunts that are still around. I just have an amazing family and I'm blessed beyond compare to have them. Um, obviously nothing's perfect, but I am blessed to have great people in my life that are family. Um, so that, that's great. I mean, I can't say for everybody in the family, but that's same with anybody, right? Like there's always going to be a few people you're like, "Eh, (laughs) you know, I digress, but anyhow, um, I just want you all to know that this is my season of being uncomfortable this is my season of really coming coming into who I am as a person um, and not presenting as what I think other people are going to like. This is Leash. This is me. And I, I've never really been a major people pleaser. I mean, obviously I've had bouts with it. Let's be serious. But this point in my life, I love learning more about myself and I love figuring out what works for me and what doesn't work for me and being okay with the outcomes of that in terms of 
if people aren't happy with it, that's not my cross to bear anymore. I can't worry about that. I have to worry about what works for me, ensuring that I am, you know, being an uplifting and loving person to others and myself and to choose me despite what other people think or feel or how their comfort levels are going to be, you know, shattered because I've (laughs) made a decision. Um, Yeah, I'm just happy. I'm happy to be in this time and space. I'm, I'm just so blessed and I'm continuing just to learn and to love and just to be on this journey Thank you for doing this with me because some days are great and some days aren't great. Let's be serious. But one thing I do know there is joy in the midst of all of it. So thank you all. And, you know, continue to rate and review the show. Share this actual episode. What? What is that? What's the episode? Here we go, Alicia. Share this episode with someone that would benefit from this conversation um, because I know I'm not the only person out there that is struggling with, you know, trauma and how it has manifested into an eating disorder and really just come into terms with a lot of this is my eating concerns are due to trauma. I am just blessed to have this community in this platform. Like I said, continue to just rate and review the show. It means so much to me and to the show. Share the show. I want to be a blessing to more people in this world because I know I'm not the only one dealing with this. And just keep shining, keep loving, keep striving to be better. That's all we can do in this life. I love you. And I'll see y'all next week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Car Confessions on the E2B podcast. Please rate and review the show. Subscribe to the podcast if you have not already. And share this particular episode with someone you love. I love y'all. And keep on keeping on. I love you. I'll talk to you later.